Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and I'm so glad to have you with me today as we dive into uh, some of the more difficult passages in the book of Hebrews. Today and tomorrow in particular, we're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 5 and chapter 6, and, uh, and we're going to wrestle with some of the warning passages. Now, these are the passages that today in Hebrews 5 urge us toward maturity, and then tomorrow urge us toward uh, perseverance. And so let's just, uh, let's begin with Hebrews 5. Let's talk about today's chapter as we walk through the Bible one chapter at a time. And I want to have you look with me. Hebrews chapter 5, we're going to look starting in verse 11. Now, the Apostle Paul, he's just, uh, excuse me, uh, Paul is not the author. I lean toward that, but I'm not convinced. Uh, that said, uh, the, the author of this epistle, um, and really this sermon, he has just uh, laid out some incredible truths about Christ and Christ and his supremacy, how Christ is a priest in the order of Melchizedek. And uh, there's sometimes a moment of like, this is some heavy stuff. This is some weighty theology and, and it's meant to be. It's meant to leave us in awe of who Christ is and what all he's accomplished. But then he gets to verse 11 and, and there's a bit of a shift here. There's a bit of a turn. But let me show you. Uh, the author writes, he says, about this, we have much to say. He says, I, I have more that I could share. And it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. You, you become dull of hearing. You become lax in your uh, attentiveness toward theological truth. He says, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. He says, listen, you guys should be teaching. You should be pressing forward in your faith in such a way that you really have a mastery over the basics so that you can be teaching others. And yet, you're unwilling to open your mouth. You're unwilling to, to speak about these truths. You're unwilling to tell others about them. You're unwilling to mature and to grow. This is an indictment. This is a, this is a rebuke. This is uh, the rebuke of the Spirit toward the church today saying, how many of us are content saying, oh, I'm not a teacher, that's, that's for someone else, rather than saying, I need to know this. I need to know the truth of Scripture so that I can teach others. Well, the text continues. He says, you need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have had their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So this is a, an indictment. Um, and I think this is such an accurate indictment of uh, oftentimes the church today. You know, the church today, we're, we're caught up in maybe the the culture, the church Christian culture, where we want to come to church for a good feeling. We want to come to church to be to be entertained and to be pumped up and to be um, encouraged to be ourselves. And the teaching has been watered down so long that by and large, Christians, those who have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection, uh, they, they have never, they have never honed their powers of discernment. They've never had their, their ability to discern what's good and evil, what's right and wrong, what's true and what's false. They've never had it tested. They've, they've never had it trained. 
And so we sing whatever's on the radio without giving any thought to whether this is actually true. We listen to the, whatever popular teacher is on the, uh, the television or on YouTube without stopping and slowing down and saying, does this actually match what the scripture says? And <clears throat> the very root of this, in a lot of ways, is our unwillingness to become teachers ourselves. Because we're un- unwilling to, to wrestle with the truth and we're unwilling to dig into the scripture. We're unwilling to, to handle these words like theology and doctrine because we're unwilling to that do that. We just become uh, so content listening to whatever it is we hear and say, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so-and-so, they, they're, cl- they're a teacher, so they must have it right. And the very root of this is our unwillingness to become teachers. Our unwillingness to... To say, I'm going to know this well enough that I can pass it on to someone else. This isn't saying I'm going to know this perfectly so that there's, I have a foolproof theology, a bulletproof theology that there's no error. Listen, all of us have errors in our theology. Part of how we grow is as we read the scripture and we learn more, we say, oh, I think I'm off there. Oh, I need to adjust there. But, but what we must do is we must have the gospel. We must have the character of God. We must have the, the truth about salvation by faith alone in Christ. We have to have those things nailed down in such a way that we should become confident in teaching others. He says, you need milk, not solid food. Do you go to church for milk? Are, are you someone who's content with the, uh, the moralistic teaching? Hey, God wants you to be a good person. The therapeutic teaching, oh, God, God wants you to be happy. This, this deistic teaching, this moralistic therapeutic teaching that says that God wants you to be good, he wants you to be happy. <clears throat> and as long as you kind of those things, he's kind of like disengaged and far away and, and not present. Oh, that's, that's this milk-ish church culture that sometimes we find in our world today. And so the author of Hebrews, he is, he is, exhorting he is challenging he is calling the believers to to eat the real food he's calling us toward maturity he's calling us to say it is time to start to wrestle with what you believe and to be able to teach it to to teach it and brother sister in christ you might be uh, a a 50 year old christian who's been following christ your entire life you might be a 15 year old Listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You are called toward maturity. And and it's a maturity of character, but it's also a maturity of content, of truth. You are called to know the word well enough that you can be teaching it to someone else. You don't have to know everything. You should constantly be growing. But you should see yourself as... As, as you grow in the faith, you should see yourself as willing to teach others these truths. This is the exhortation. This is the encouragement. This is the challenge. This is our, this is our ancient way for our modern day. If the church is going to be the church, if the church is going to be everything we're called to be, it requires that we go back to the ancient way, that we take this challenge, every one of us, we say, how can I grow in maturity? Especially, how can I begin to teach? Maybe it's just one-on-one with one other person. How can I begin to teach the truth of God's word? 
you know, I, I hope you come back tomorrow. This passage flows right into chapter six, which is where we get some of the, the, the heavier warning. And so I hope you come back tomorrow and we continue to grow learning the ancient way for our modern day from God's word.